You're listening to the Kilcullen Diary Podcasts. Stories in sound from a village grown bigger. Hello, I'm Brian Byrne. You're listening to In Those Days, a Kilcullen Diaries series on memories of times before today. They're mine, they're my family's, and sometimes they're other people's. In this episode, I'm remembering how a driving licence can change the direction of your life. Some years ago, an announcement about bringing in private contractors to try and deal with the chronic backlog in driver testing reminded me of my own first car driving licence. It was all very different then. There were no driving tests, no provisional licences. You went into the local council office, paid out a pound, and you were street legal. I had already been driving an autocycle to school for a couple of years, and prior to that I had ridden a bicycle to that school five miles each way every day, so I was well used to traffic. About a month before my eligible birthday, Dad had bought a new Ford Consul Deluxe. This would be the first car that I'd drive. And for all of those four weeks, I'd take every opportunity to sit in it and practice changing gear, using the clutch, switching my feet from accelerator to brake and back, and all without ever starting the engine. I'll never forget that car. Powder blue, red vinyl bench seats front and back, a three-speed column shift, ZW6258 registration. It was American stylish for the times, with wraparound rear windows and pointed tail fins, and a fuel filler concealed behind the flip-down rear number plate. Later in life I became an automotive journalist, and it's in hindsight prophetic that I was even then so very interested in the details of a car. The birthday dawned, and we drove into Nace to the council office, and the licence was acquired. Once clear of the town itself on the way home, Dad stopped the car and we switched places. I fired up the engine, pulled the lever into first. There was a slight crunch as there was no synchromesh on that bottom cog. I checked the mirror and then, indicator flashing, I pulled out onto the road. What a sensation. I can still feel the awesome sense of power from under that big bonnet in front of me compared to the little 50cc Barini autocycle I'd been riding. This was magic. A little nerve-wracking too, the first few times that I met other cars coming towards me and wondering if I had enough room to keep going on my side. But it was magic, mostly. We took the long way home, and then finally I got back to Kilcullen and parked the car. I switched off the engine and pulled out the key and turned to hand it to Dad. He shook his head. Keep it. From here on, you're doing the driving. And indeed, for the time that I remained at home over the next couple of years, I drove Dad to many of the places he wanted to go. To meetings with his friends in Newbridge or Nace or Kildare. To Dublin to the shops or to the market. All the time, I was learning more and more about driving. Learning more about Dad too, Much of the time while I was growing up, he had been very busy minding the business, and though he was a great father, I didn't get much chance to know him outside of that. But in those couple of years when I was effectively his driver, we got to know each other much better. 
It was that same car brought us on our first and only long road trip together. He wanted to go to Kildare, seven miles away, to talk about something with Herbie Chapman, a motor dealer friend. I drove him, but Herbie wasn't there. It's a long story from here, and I'll talk about it in detail at another time, but the short version is that we ended up in Cork that night, and got home eight days later, having driven all the way around the south and west coasts of Ireland from Cork City to Clifton in Connemara. In every place we stopped, he knew somebody, usually a publican or hotelier. And in the conversations and interactions with each of them, I learnt a little more about Dad. Later that month I went to university, though only for a year, and then I worked for a while at different things. When I eventually came back to work in the family pub business, all was different, as it must be when people keep growing. The cars we were driving by then were different too, but that first one, the console, is the one in which we were together, father and son, for the important time. It's maybe why ever since, and even though these days I drive every kind and class of car on the road, I've always had a soft spot for Fords. I'm Brian Byrne, and this is Kilcullen Diary. Thanks for listening.